Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. This episode of Fucks Given is brought to you in association with our favorite intimate brand, Lalo. We actually do love Lalo. They have been giving us great toys since the beginning. I think Lalo was my first love for luxury toys. Mm, they were so good. I, I've got so many at home in my drawers and I use them all the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> it's like if I want to insert something, I go for Lalo. Definitely. It's really important, isn't it, to have good quality sex toys because you need to be aware of the materials that you're putting down on your genitals. Yeah, I was always buying the cheap ones. And as soon as I got my first Lalo, I was like, whoa, this has changed everything. Why haven't I been doing this from the beginning? Yeah, we need to look after our genitals. Absolutely. And we we also have a discount code for you guys 20% off Lalo products for all you juicy listeners just type in come curious to zero all uppercase with no spaces for more information and to explore your own sexual desire visit lalo.com thank you Lalo thanks Lalo I'll be seeing you tonight <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where we interview Carolina from Blogger on a Poll. Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And we are on a mission to revolutionise the sex space, break down barriers and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. Thanks for having me. Woo! I'm like a friend's episode now. I'm yeah. <laughs> literally so excited to have you on today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself in better words? Right, so I'm kind of like a poor Batman in the sense that I've got many different lives at the same time. I don't have Bruce Wayne's salary uh, and I have more um, secret identities. So at the moment, I am a criminology PhD student, a visiting lecturer, but I've also got my blog, which is Blogger on Pole, and I'm a pole dance performer and I'm a writer. So all of these things together oh wow. proceed to make my brain explode on a daily basis. Literally, <laughs> wow. you are a superwoman you do so many things that's incredible how did how did you get into pole dancing so I moved to Australia for about a year and a half uh, mm-hmm. to do a master's in criminology and I had all of these ideas about my life in Australia where I don't know like I would set up a small business and sell panini on Bondi Beach and be super <laughs> successful and everybody would love me it wasn't like that I didn't <laughs> it, it was hard to make friends because my course was uh, mainly made of older professionals mm-hmm. and I didn't know anybody so um, I think there was an ad 
near my uni campus about a pole dance studio that had a free trial class and I was like okay I'll go because mm-hmm. I used to do artistic gymnastics as a child oh, wow. not like professionally it was mm. just one of those things that I did twice a week and <laughs> not missed... profe- twice a week mm. is not professionally surely what no because uh, I mean like that's it, hardcore it, it was it was fun but like it was a hobby for me as a child uh-huh. um, but I missed being upside down because I really like doing handstands and the danger and everything <laughs> um, and I was feeling quite low only and I wasn't feeling very self-confident because mm. I moved to I moved to Australia because I wanted to run away from London because I was dating someone that was really bad for me and I was oh. like okay I'll just go yeah. um and did, did it work it kind of did because oh. um it uh, like as soon as I started pole dancing I became a lot more self-confident uh, self-confident <gasps> had a lot of new friends um and kind of started loving my body again which was great Amazing. um so I never looked back and it was a great community to kind of fall into and yeah. um and now it's it's really a huge part of my life like I compete I perform oh, amazing it's really cool we need to come and see you you should yes yeah, so where, where do you do your performances so and how regularly um sorry so I've got two upcoming ones um there are a couple of showcases where mm. just where people just perform so I've just had one actually for women's day and it's called filthy friday you should follow them on instagram because <laughs> oh. they're amazing they're about embracing pole dancers of all backgrounds of all genders and gender identities and all shapes and sizes so you get different styles of performances over there Um, that sounds like a ray of sunshine it's really nice and it's super chill as well there's no pressure on the performers or on the people Uh, but then I'm also competing so there's one competition at the Bethnal Green Working Men's Club on the 11th of May and Mm -hmm. that's called Floor Play (laughs) so (laughs) that's where there are no poles but you can do like anything on the floor so I tend to like twerk or do something amazing um so that's on the 11th of may and then on the 1st of june there's another one that's called exotic generation and it's on um it's in notting hill in a theater and that's gonna have poles it's quite big so i'm really excited that i got wow. in but um Congrats. so good <laughs> oh yeah um, but i've seen videos uh, of reed pole dancing herself oh, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> in jamaica <laughs> My you, cheeks are going red and my face cheeks as well. You were well. really good. That, yeah, maybe that, you should, you should um, teach Reed how to do it properly. Oh my, I would love to do a one-on-one. Really yeah, that would be amazing because you were really good. And I think what you have, what you had in that video is what many people that pole dance for years don't have. And it's confidence. the attitude and the, the confidence. Because I think like you could be the best performer, but if, you, if it looks like you're not enjoying yourself and you're, I don't know, fearing for your life on that yeah. stage, you don't convey anything to the audience. And you were like, yeah. I love well, this. Yeah. I, I had, I had never really, well, I'd never You've touched a pole <laughs> ever. And I was like, fuck it, let's give this a go. Why not face your fears? Because yeah. that's what life should be about is being terrified of something and then facing it head on. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the rush and the exhilaration you get. I mean, I nearly shat myself afterwards, but it was like so <laughs> worth it. And I, I didn't know how to do any pole moves. Most I did was like grind on the pole a bit, but I think I, that's literally that's it. part of it. Yeah. And I think like, you know what? I mean, so many people don't start pole dancing because they're like, oh, I'm not sexy or I can't do this or I can't do that. And, you know, no one feels sexy when they start because it, it's massively awkward to just like, mm. I don't know, grind on this thing in your bikini. Yeah. But that's part <laughs> of the fun. And and I think it's just challenging that idea that women can't be sexual or that, you know, you can't use your body in a certain way. Mm-hmm. 
or that if you if you decide to be sexual you should be sexual in you know that one way that i don't know porn tells you to follow yeah um so it's you know it, it's quite nice that everybody it, it's an accepting community where everybody just decides to do it their own way yeah fuck number one the last fuck It was a while back. Um, it was in December. Uh, okay. So not that's because I'm not in a relationship at yeah. the moment, and I'm not actively dating because I'm quite bu- I'm quite busy. But also, I just haven't m- met anyone interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think don't mm, force it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Force exactly. It. <laughs> We've like, all been there. Like yeah. before, that's what I would do. I was kind of like, I haven't had sex in a while. Should mm-hmm. be having sex now. And now I'm yeah. kind of like, nah. It's, I don't want to have sex with anyone. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to have sex with someone that feels right. Yeah. And I was, sex is always better when you have that connection with someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be a connection of, you know, we're going to get married and have yeah, kids. It can yeah. be a connection of, I like you tonight. Yeah. This can happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think I haven't felt that in a while and I haven't wanted to force it. Um, mm-hmm. But I was on holiday um, visiting a friend in Portugal and yeah, and one of his friends was... Um, interested and it happened and it was Ooh. nice and it was it felt safe which i think is also a big part for that's me that's perfect that's what you want when you fuck you don't want to have like yeah feeling safe is pretty much perfect yeah you don't want to feel oh you know are they gonna kill me now or like are they gonna steal my wallet or something like that because um i think part of the reason why i'm not as sexually active as I was before is because I've been in an abusive relationship and you know this guy sometimes was quite intense like sometimes I would have to have sex not to make him angry mm-hmm. which oh, is not wow. ideal and That's then there awful. were yeah and then there were some like non consensual episodes as well so mm-hmm. I was kind like I think now I'm quite attuned to my feelings and thinking like do I actually want to have sex tonight no then I won't have it Mm. so I'm not actively looking for it but with this guy it was perfect it was safe we had a good banter it was fun it was actually really sweet like we spooned at the end so that's 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 always nice on like a one night stand because sometimes you just don't get that yeah you don't it's kind of like right I've come bye I've done my job it wasn't like that it was really nice um, yeah, so I think, you know, I, I'm not a one night stand person, but if one night stands are like that, I'll take them. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Fuck two. The first fuck. Um, I've actually outreached to the person in question before going on this podcast because we're still really good friends. <laughs> That's really <laughs> admirable of you. Thank yeah. you for doing that. I was kind of like, you know what? I'm part of a very sex positive community, but I yeah. appreciate that not everybody might be like that. So I can't mm-hmm. reveal everything to the tiniest detail, but yeah. I can say, you know, it was I was 16. Um, he was my first proper boyfriend. Um, we were in the same friends group mm-hmm. and it was just lovely. Like we'd been doing stuff before because we were 16 and very horny and very attracted to each other Uh, like we'd gone like down on each other before um but I think we were only dating for like three months when it actually happened and it was amazing it was sweet um nobody felt pressured it just felt natural like a natural progression yeah what we were doing did you discuss like beforehand like okay like I'm ready you want to have sex no it was so weird because like we we'd been messing around for like so long yeah and then I think I think I initiated it at the time because like yeah I, I I was quite I, I've always been quite bossy. <laughs> so I was kind of like, 
I kind of know that you want to do it. Do you want to do it? And he was like, but are you sure? But I was like, I was Aww. like, let's do it. It's fine. Yeah. And then after that, us being Italian, we had so much food. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> like, I think my mom, actually, my mom was downstairs when this happened, oh, by the way. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And she like, she loved him and she still does. Like, he's a lovely person. And yeah. um, she, every time he would come at, like to visit, she would just buy sweets. So what? like we <laughs> ate all the sweets. Oh. after sex it was amazing that sounds that's that's so, good. so good as well because your mom's just providing all the after sex yeah, it was great and a lot of the time you end up going on a day and then you eat loads and then when it comes to sex you're just like oh god i feel so full why have we done this <laughs> doing it the other way around oh is smart it yeah. is because then you burn well you don't burn the calories but i think we might have had <laughs> sex after the sweets anyway oh, so yeah. you know like just Double kind of dip yeah exactly <laughs> just don't you know don't plan anything it's i'm i'm all about i say that i'm not a plan a planner i am a planner but i try for like emotional stuff just to feel it mm. but we as women are i've I found this throughout life that we plan <laughs> sex you know we we're like okay tonight i'm gonna have sex we shave ourselves we mentally prepare mm. ourselves men don't do that because they don't actually get the opportunity to they just take it when it comes yeah and they're grateful for it well, most of the time. But like mo <laughs> most women, I mean, if you fuck a girl that's spontaneous and hasn't shaved and hasn't done all the, the preliminary stuff, you've got to be proud about that, that you've just taken her out of her mindset of like, no, you're not going to have sex tonight to fuck, I'm going to have sex. You know what? That's so true. I haven't thought about it. But then, you know, our whole planning thing leads to so much disappointment. I oh, know. Yeah. Like oh, you've, yeah. you've planned everything in your head. You've planned, I don't know, like the birds singing and the yes. soundtrack. And then it doesn't happen. Or when it happens, it's shit. And then, you know, what have you planned for? Like, You're why so right. why yeah. have you shaved your legs for this douchebag? Oh yes, God, I've never exactly. really thought about this before. Like, what? there's oh. always been so much disappointment because you always, yeah, you put so much effort in and then suddenly you're just like, why did anyway, I do you're that? You're nice, yeah, like, your what's that underwear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's pros and cons to planning. Like, we, I think it's yeah. just, unfortunately, it's just feminine nature. We plan everything. We, we you know, we plan fucking well, yeah. marriage and Organized. kids and, and our life before everything. I Even mean, us, this is generalization, but yeah, sex. Yeah. And then when it goes massive wrong massive stereotype yeah but like the way women are meant to enjoy sex is not like a woman going out having sex it's a woman having sex in a like loving and relationship scenario because otherwise she's enjoying sex a little too much yeah and therefore like the perfection comes into that like she needs to present herself in a certain way because it has a certain aim and even if you don't have that aim but that presentation is kind of socialized into you like yeah. Yeah. You're, you've been brainwashed to look a certain way yes. pretty much like mm. films movies it's always like shave first and putting on a lipstick and, and wearing a nice outfit and also it, mm -hmm. because of all that stuff as well like the other your partners in the relationship are expecting that yes. all the time when they look up at you they're like oh you look nice they're yeah. probably thinking are we gonna have sex tonight <laughs> yeah because like they think that's the norm <laughs> and I think as soon as you reverse that power structure it's really weird for them like since I've, I got into pole dancing I started Started, you know learning how to do a lap dance and stuff like that but I think as like it's weird for guys for certain guys to get lap dances because um they don't they're not in charge like they're used to being yeah. in charge and they're like why am I not in charge yeah. and then when you give them a lap dance they're like oh shit now I'm supposed to do something in yeah. return yeah. and they freeze on you <laughs> they don't know what to do and, yeah. it, and it's really weird for them so I actually make a point in my life of just challenging every kind of structure and stereotype that you could 
fine and just making people uncomfortable because it's fun. Fuck three. The best fuck. Right, so um, I've got two best fucks, so mm. I'll just like blend them into. Yeah, amazing. Uh, or like in, in, in my kind of short summary. So the very <laughs> first one was uh, when I was in the US. So um, after uh, the... A sexy American. Uh, yes. Oh uh, so after um, <laughs> my abusive relationship, I was kind of like, you know what, fuck all of this. I'm just going to like travel and like be wild and free. So I went couch surfing by myself for Ooh. two months. And I ended up in New Orleans, which is an amazing <gasps> my city. My favorite place in the whole wide world. So I can hear Florence's oh vagina widen right now. <laughs> I actually, it, it's squirming. It's squirming. <laughs> it's so hot. And um, so I was like sitting at a bar by myself with my beer. It, it's, it's like a movie. And I was like, they're not looking that great because. I was traveling by myself and this guy just starts talking to me and it turns out we have a bunch of music uh, taste stuff in common we talked for an hour and then and then it was like oh yeah I'm just here I'm a sound engineer for a band but he didn't mention which band um, didn't want to show off about it and then after an hour I asked him about it mm -hmm. and it was one of my favorite rock <gasps> wow. stop and it, and it was amazing like it was a 90s band I've got really like weird and old-fashioned <laughs> music taste but I knew them you and, have to say who they are now well, yeah they're called the Afghan wigs you probably oh don't know them but I hey, Jack up producer's nod in his head yes <laughs> so um so he was the sound engineer I was like oh my god this is so cool amazing so we kept like we went out and whatever and then he took me back to the band's hotel because they own a hotel in New Orleans and oh we had sex god. there and Whoa. it was all like silk what? and uh and we smoked weed and so I was like super tingly and he went down on me and it was perfect oh. and he basically just did me for the whole night and oh. It was perfect. oh my god what was he like he was like <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine myself like, in the situation skipping past all the it's, juicy details for us it's not like you <laughs> he's he was a bit short he had a he had a beard I kind of forgot his face because I was so drunk <laughs> but it was a great experience because he was very sweet and not you know not one of those people that just like want to fuck you so bad that mm. it creeps you out it was it was just like super chill and and it it, it felt like talking to a friend who suddenly got really sexy oh shit really cool like and like that. when we went home um he started putting some jazz on oh. and obviously you know new orleans after we'd done oh a tour God. of all the bars it was just perfect it that was so much sounds fun. magical and and then the second time was last year someone that i used to go to uni with but never really hung out with and mm. then you know what happens when you become a pole dancer is that so many people that forgot about you suddenly remember oh you yeah they see your ass yeah. on instagram yeah 100 percent. they're like oh yeah we talked once like hey how are you doing yeah it's been a while I met you, you at Tesco that day. It's exactly <laughs> like that. So, um, yeah, he woke up and um, we started messaging for a while and we just agreed to have sex. Like, nice. he, was, he just came to my house. We had sex nine times in, in the night. In what? One day. It was like kind of, times. I think he came at like 4 p.m. Uh -huh. And then this is until the morning after. So oh. like with food breaks and stuff like that. Okay. In between, but still, so. like how, still, how was your vagina? vagina? Yeah, wasn't it, it was like dead. swollen and sore? It was dead. He, he was he, probably swollen and sore. Yeah, yeah. He, he also had quite a big dick. So it was <gasps> quite painful. <laughs> oh, wow. um, Did but, you use lube? Yeah. Okay. Thank good. God. Good. Uh, but he was also very good at like going down on me and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it wasn't always like, you know, it wasn't 
nine times penetration it was like nine i think like seven times times penetration and other times other stuff but it was great because he was considerate he was fun he was smart it was like this contracted time of having sex and then we never heard from each other again interesting but that was like one of your best fucks yeah it was because again like he was respectful but he like it, it was kind of intense and like very passionate but not in a creepy way that's so random to have that connection with someone when you haven't spoken to them yeah (laughs) yeah it is i i feel very lucky but then again i've been so unlucky with other terrible times so i'll take what i can get (laughs) fuck number four the worst fuck So, right, uh, there has been one episode of non-consensual sex with my ex-boyfriend, the abusive one, and I'd rather, like, not go too much into it because mm-hmm. that's not fun, I think, for people to hear. But it's essentially, like, I didn't want to take part in it and I had to do it. And mm-hmm. I don't even consider that as sex because what's the point? Like, I'm not engaging with mm-hmm. this. Uh, but there have been times where, like, it's like it's just instances of men being selfish and not listening to you, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> which happens a lot. So there was this guy... Uh, when I was at uni in my spell of dating really like old-ish men I was Mm. like 21 and this guy was like 15 years older so it like there was a huge age difference and I think he was like kind of trying to impress me really hard uh, but it just didn't work oh Um, no because I think the first time we were messing around he took my t-shirt off and he was like oh my god you're gorgeous but not like in a compliment type way in yeah. a, in a oh my god way. she's gonna like kill me way oh my god and he was what? like right my friend my friend's here i've gotta go and he just left what and then Wait, well, it was That's so weird really i was bizarre. like we're not teenagers what's happening unless i mean maybe he just himself i don't know oh and that had could, to leave oh i haven't thought of that that could is be it possible it could but like be. Uh, unless he went fuck you're too young and I can't do this and I need no, to go no I don't think so no because no, then we, we kept dating and we kept hanging oh, out okay. up until then we had sex well sex. maybe he didn't feel worthy I think I'm it, trying to figure this it out it felt <laughs> like that it was really weird and then when we started having sex he went down on me he mm-hmm. did me everything was great it was fun yeah. and then penis didn't work scenario yeah. which is fine because I'm I'm bisexual so like penetration for me is not like the be all end and all of sex it yeah. could be without but because he was very upset about it oh, it just no. became a huge deal yeah and then and then that, it snowballs and gets worse and you yeah because you keep trying and it yeah. doesn't happen and it's yeah. embarrassing and then I was like you know what like it's not a big deal it's 3 a.m let's just go to bed yeah. and then I wake up with him trying to like jam his penis inside me just to show me that it works and I was like I promise you it works I was like bitch please I'm sleeping I'm not in the mood yeah and after that I couldn't sleep so I just waited until six and like I just left and (laughs) never talked to him again because it was just really or rather I tried to talk to him to break up with him but he just ghosted me for a month and then texted me that he wasn't that into me anyway okay of course and then the other worst time was when I was dating another old guy um, and he's what he'd watched way too much um like male directed porn yeah so he talked in that way that i was like i just need to give something to you oh no stop it and i was like no like what give you bread and wine like what yeah it was really weird so like basically the the whole thing was about his penis and he was always very selfish and he would never do anything to me so after doing it twice i was kind of like 
Yeah. I mean, we yeah. can't we can't blame him. He's clearly just he just has no clue. Yeah. He doesn't know. He thinks that that is what he sex might is just like. be selfish. I mean, he could just be selfish. <laughs> yeah. He could be right. But like most people are just immature in the way that they mm. think about sex because they haven't learned or haven't wanted to learn. And also, mm. if you have just like learn everything about sex from porn, yeah, then probably think think it's normal. Yeah. Yeah. Thinks it's normal. That's what you want. You wanna you wanna worship my giant cock. <laughs> no, it's just so sad and actually um an article has come out on vice italy recently where this man wrote an article being like guys i'm sorry to break it to you but your dick isn't everything like women <laughs> yeah. work differently and and i think yeah there's been especially in older men i think there is not like you can't find this will to re-educate yourself to the new woman that actually knows what you know needs yeah. to get into her vagina That's which is not always so your your dick and you know just that it's yeah. hard because yeah. also porn back then you know through the 90s if you're of that age where like porn came came out and you're obsessed with it then that is what you think sex should be like and mm. everybody wants yeah. it's maybe before then maybe um people of an older age have the appreciation of a different way like looking at porn in magazines and the imagine yeah. and really worshiping a, a woman and her breasts and her boobs i mean and her vagina I mean, her pussy. Oh, for fuck's sake! Breast, boobs, and <laughs> breast, tits boobs, so and vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, her tits and ass. <laughs> yeah. Then it, you know, it, it just totally depends on how people yeah. learn. I wanted to go back to talking about guys losing wood because, like, that is a completely normal thing to happen. And I think so the normal. reason that guys get so caught up in their head is that they don't think that it is normal. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh my God, I have to be able to get hard and fuck this woman. It's, but it's, oh, sorry. it's just like, it's totally normal. It's, it's happened as, to so many people. It's as normal as premature ejaculation. It's mm-hmm. also as normal as women not being able to come. Yeah. And that, you know, we're so used to that. Oh, it, you know, it's quite hard for women to not be able to come but for men to not achieve wood like that's it's happened to me so many times and I wish that I had known how to handle it back then because I did the stupid thing and I didn't make it into a big deal I was like oh it's okay but I didn't make it okay. Yeah. And I didn't make it yeah. like, oh, okay, we can do other stuff. Well. Yeah, You're because- like, I wanna have sex. Why Why can you not get hard? Especially because loads of women think it's their fault. Yeah. yeah. They're not getting hard because of them. And that's that's nothing to do with the bloke. It's literally like yeah. to do with their their self-esteem. Yeah. And the, the first thing that they think of is I'm hideous. Yeah, they're I'm not, not attracted I'm not to me. Enough. And it could probably be the other way around where they're so attracted to you that they're actually nervous yeah, yeah. it's like performance anxiety and i think yeah. condoms have a big role to play in this because i used to do i used to do pr for durex and i was all about you know like debunking the myths about condoms yeah. and the issue is that so many guys think that you know the condom is gonna like make them lose wood and yeah. it's not about that like actually it's your problem if you're like you know if it's not happening because um it's just that when you're putting on a condom it kind of breaks the moment breaks up the moment where you're like really into your head like Mm. a little bit yeah when you're like being taught we have been taught that oh you have to put on the condom and everything has to stop and honestly if you are both attracted to each other that shouldn't play a part the condom should be almost an exciting part of sex. Exactly. Like, whoa, we're yeah. going to have sex now. It, it yeah. Sh- but I have heard so many people say that they lose wood when it comes to a condom. So many. Yeah. Because, so because many. they lose the moment of like really like big attraction, but also they're kind of, they know that this is happening and therefore like they just get up in their own head. Yeah. yeah. And I think what what I tend to do is kind of like, first of all, just say, 
if you can't if, you know if, if it doesn't work out it's fine I'm yeah. not that into penises anyway I like <laughs> I always make it about that and it actually works with guys because guys are like oh okay you know if I don't get hard she's not gonna kill me or like she's not gonna yeah. think I'm a loser yeah. and actually after that they get hard so it works oh that's amazing <laughs> or you know if they if they put on a condom and then you know um, they, they need to kind of be looked after a bit more I'm happy mm. to do that like it's not a big deal like you can't always be like high like hard and yeah. you know ready all the time it's the same yeah. with us like just we're not wet all the time yeah. a lot of the time we can be but sometimes mm-hmm. we can dry up that's just yeah it so many times yeah you're just like oh pass the loop please yeah that yeah. friction <laughs> and it's just the pressure of like you know again porn like these guys are always hard these guys are always exactly. perfect and you know it's not how it yeah. works and people never talk about the bad times yeah. the times when they couldn't get hard the times when it didn't work out the right way people are only ever talking about like all oh, those really great times yeah because that's not the purpose of like for some people the purpose of talking about sex is to in, i don't know show off mm. and the purpose of watching porn is to be aroused mm. so of course you're not going to make a porn film where people don't come or where people don't get hard yeah but you have yeah. to distance yourself from what is porn and fiction and reality pretty much yeah root insurance puts you in control Root is a new type of car insurance that uses the sensors in your smartphone to look deeper than other insurers. Here's how it works. Download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior, like turning and braking, and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate, meaning good drivers could save hundreds. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. Fuck number five. The fuck that made me. I would say probably the first time I slept with a woman. Mm. Oh, wow. Because, you know, like when you sleep with guys, especially like in the pre-Me Too era and in the pre-women that were sex positive era, it was always like, right, the guy, as we just said, you know, the guy gets hard, the guy comes and then... You know, if, if you come, you're lucky. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and then with, with women, it's just so different. And I think there's also this idea that women almost look after you in bed. Like it had never happened to me before sleeping with a woman that someone would be like, are you lying comfortably on the bed? Do you want a pillow under your head? Or maybe do you want a pillow under your lower back? Aww. And I was just like, wow, you know, like Damn, it's, yeah. it's not just about them coming. It's actually about how comfortable I feel because and, and like this person was a giver. So, mm. you know, and like I, I met her on a dating app and we'd been like hanging out for a while. And then I had a free weekend um, and she she had a free weekend too so we spent like the whole weekend in bed pretty much it was oh lovely. that sounds amazing um but it was just so good because there was no pressure um even when i wanted to like go down on her and stuff yeah she was up for it but she was more interested in like doing me which Ooh. is nice <laughs> yeah. so it was really good but i think like yeah like the main thing was that oh wow like she's looking after me like she's mm-hmm. kind and this is something that maybe i should start expecting like it, it made yeah. me feel better about asking what I wanted I Mm -hmm. think Um, and I think for me it was also a massive thing because I've always known that I was attracted to women I think I fell in love with a girl when I was like 15 Mm -hmm. yeah but I never and and I never made it 
into too big a deal because I was kind of like I'm attracted to both I don't need to like come out or whatever Mm -hmm. but I think like my dad was very very worried about it because he thought that you know it wasn't something that I wanted it was something that maybe had been imposed on me maybe someone had done something wrong to me and that's why yeah I mean um Italy can be very conservative sometimes yeah (laughs) um but I think like when when it happened it was nice for me because I was like I've actually like I am now officially bi because I've slept with a woman but also it wasn't wrong it wasn't sick there was nothing wrong with it it was really nice it was an amazing experience and for all those years as well you question yourself about being bi because you hear a lot of the times where people don't like people who are bi yeah because it's like well, you have to choose a side or are you just saying bye to be cool? Yeah. And mm. at least, you know, you could have a, a gay experience and go, you know what? All that time where I thought I was bi, I wasn't bullshitting. That was actually who I was. Yeah. And I think also, you know, there's that idea in the bi community, like, but are you like 50-50? Are you like 20-80 yeah, or whatever? <laughs> and I'm kind of like... I don't work like that. I fall for the person as opposed for, you know, what they've got between their legs. I know that I'm more attracted to women physically, but I know that I've also dated more men. Yeah. Um, but it was like that that was life changing for me because I realized so many things that I liked. And also, this is quite funny. My friends are going to be so proud of me. <laughs> but this is when I started masturbating because up until the age of 21, Ooh. I had never masturbated. Wow. And that was because because I never felt the need to do it because yeah. I, I had boyfriends readily available when I started getting <laughs> horny. So like everything was done for me and I didn't, and, and after that I was like, I, I don't think I need to. Mm. Really? And then, yeah, and then before I slept with this girl, when I knew that it was gonna happen, I was like, shit, she's got a vagina and I don't know how to use it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so that's, like, I've got to learn my body so that I can please her. Yeah, exactly. And that was really nice because that has helped me a lot, especially in the past yeah. few months. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we always say that if you wanna learn how to please someone else you've got to get in touch with your own body first mm. find figure out what you like and then you can kind of learn what other people like because yeah. we are all human beings we we all like different things but then there are loads of similar things too yeah exactly. But it does make sense though if you've only ever had sexual and pleasurable experiences with other people you almost feel like well why would i bother with that yeah. down there mm-hmm. you don't really want to break the status quo was it the first time you masturbated or the first time you orgasm you're like why have i not been doing this the entire time yeah it was really funny because <laughs> like i was kind of like oh that's what they were talking about <laughs> because I have my friends like keeping me in check like every now and then I get a call or like when we go for brunch they're like so how long has it been since you've had sex then I was like yeah this much and they were like okay so are you masturbating at this and I'm like yes and they're like good girl because oh. like, they, they just know that it didn't used to happen before they oh, sound like good friends they look yeah. out oh. they're amazing and then they're like so it, like a few years back they were like so now you've been masturbating for a while I think you need my vibrator <laughs> yes <laughs> It's really nice. I love them. So it's, friends who share. Care, yeah, exactly. Know? It's amazing. It's so cool. Sometimes, like, I remember once with a friend, we did a sex shop crawl because she was looking <gasps> for stuff 
Yeah. And I was like, I think I'll buy a vibrator now. Yeah. <laughs> which which first one did you get? I was literally uh, about to ask that. Like, what'd you get? Like the which small buy? ones, the bullets. Oh, yeah. I like them. That was my first one. Because they're very easy to first. carry around when you're traveling. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cause, because I travel a lot, because now I'm doing a PhD and um, when my when my students are on holiday and when my lecturers are on holiday, I just go back to Italy because it's nicer to spend the summer in Sardinia. Oh, yeah. But my parents, <laughs> because my parents work for an airline, they've told me all these like horror stories of old ladies being spotted with like huge dildos. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, like a little what? tiny vibrator. Yeah. You can be like, oh, sorry. But like you pull out this huge <laughs> giant thing. I mean, now I feel that I'd be much more confident to pull out a giant thing and be like I don't know challenging oh, yeah. them with a, like a sword but like yeah. before I was so quite what? <laughs> yeah. it's a rite of passage I love being stopped with a vibrator in my bag I always yeah. have a vibrator in my bag have Ooh. you been stopped before? yeah but I don't think it was about the vibrator um. I think it was just being stopped and like oh can we check in the bag and I was like well yes you can <laughs> hello and they're always like oh my god <laughs> I wish we, we hadn't done do this what do we do? yeah oh, no I lap it up I'm just <laughs> like yeah and what mate yeah it's so funny because like People get so embarrassed. Like it happened the same to me when I I was stopped at the like yeah at the check-ins or whatever because they thought that I had like four guns. And oh my like, god! Four guns? Who carries four guns? Do they say this their... to you? You have yeah. four guns? Yeah, they're what? like you have four guns in their handbag. What the hell? I had four. I had two pairs of stripper shoes yeah <laughs> of course Fuck. and they're like this big but they do look like guns but i was Fuck. like how stupid do you think i am yeah, well, oh my yeah God. especially i mean uh, i guess they can't really stereotype but yeah like, imagine walking into a place like one gun is hard enough to find surely but yeah. four of them for fuck's sake i'm gonna say letters in this um question because they have named people um, this summer I'm going on holiday with my friends. We are four people in total. R and R are a couple, whereas me and A are just friends. The point is we are both single and two years ago we almost fucked. So I was hoping maybe that we would act as a couple or should I say exactly what I want. We'll be sleeping in the same bed. Do you have any advice? Do you, get, okay, so, do you get the question? Yeah, so basically they fancy someone two years ago, they nearly fucked and they're yeah. going on holiday together. Yeah, with another couple. So they are... That's They're blatantly gonna fuck. I mean, they're sleeping in the same bed. Yeah, like, I am so hoping that fuck. they're gonna fuck. I'm gonna live vicariously through their life. So basically she's asking whether she should be upfront about the fact that she wants to fuck this guy, I guess. 120 <laughs> percent i mean I, I like i know and i feel it in the yeah. bottom of my pussy because. that they're gonna fuck yeah <laughs> i hope so for them I'm oh like, i hope so it would be lovely because i mean there is precedent but that being said i think it's easier to kind of go out one night and then you know see how it plays out and maybe kiss him because it's easier to do it outside and like talk about it and mm -hmm. actually it's easier to like play around instead of talking about it because if you actually just lay it out it might be awkward and if you're kind of like i kind of wish that we fuck right now it's it's yeah. always good to say it up front but if you're if you say it on the first day of the holiday and then he says no then you yeah. have to sleep you with him ruin the whole holiday oh, yeah. that's a very yeah, good that point it's a really yeah. good point because it's, it's we all want to be upfront about things but it again it's very different with the whole 
male and female mindset women like to be up front they like it all dished out on the surface men don't want that they don't they, they want a chase you know yeah. so if mm. you do kind of tease it and you flirt and you make it exciting and sexy yeah. and then follow his lead so you might not i mean you know them better than we do they might be quite shy maybe you feel like you have to make the first kiss for anything to go anywhere <laughs> but i would i would definitely yeah. be all flirty and fun and holiday like and if he does or they she follow through i don't know if it was a, a guy or a girl it's, bed with. it's a so it was a, a question from a girl and okay. it's about a guy. Okay, cool. Oh, it is from a guy and he's Ooh. talking about a girl. Okay, cool. Ooh. New answer. New ground. <laughs> then it might, it might be different. Yeah. It might because, um, I don't know, like I think sometimes women, like I think again, like the attitudes that women have in different situations have changed so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe she'd be like more um so it could be that like if she's agreed to sleep in the same bed as him yeah it might be that you know she's probably keen but again it's yeah. it's easier to kind of just see how it plays out mm. um consensually when yeah and out. also i wouldn't be afraid of like bringing it up in conversation definitely mm. not now the tables have turned yeah i yeah. feel like a, a um, I mean, it, I wish it wasn't this way. I wish yeah. that men and women weren't so different, but we are, and this yeah. is what we have to try and figure out. But the fact, if if he is upfront about it and he's like, look, I would like this to happen. Mm-hmm. It's in your court. It's up to you. Yeah. Then she can choose and she mm-hmm. will feel more comfortable about the situation. Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah. I think, you know, I have so many friends that were either my ex-boyfriends or someone I've slept with. Yeah. And, um, there there have been occasions in which we had to sleep in the same bed mm-hmm. and we would actually clarify that would be like i'd be keen to sleep together again or you know i know we've slept together in the past but maybe it's better if it doesn't happen yeah. this time oh, that's good and then so mature and then it, it you know when you sleep together yes you do feel a bit of tension but you're not afraid of where things might go yeah um and and i think it's nicer it's interesting isn't it because i really think like you could like have all these thoughts in your head and like oh my god I'm gonna have this like amazing sexy like holiday and you'll get like really like hyped up about it Mm -hmm. but and like part of that is really exciting yeah and you can take that with you and have like a really exciting like tension side but then also you might just be setting yourself up for like huge disappointment absolutely absolutely it's, it's really but it's really tricky because if you say like at the beginning oh like um I kind of fancy you like do you wanna like maybe get together this holiday or whatever and they're like no yeah because <laughs> you don't want that to be the thing that you remember when you go home yeah that the person you wanted to have fun with didn't want to have fun back yeah. or you really wanted to have fun with them and you couldn't quite make yourself reach out yeah. and flirt or dive in for the kiss yeah take things as they come go easy and i would definitely feel it out i mean you can tell if someone's into you you can tell i know it can be hard but if they're flirting back if they're being smiley if maybe ask ask this person out for a drink separately be like oh, i'd like to go out for dinner with you separately or let's go yeah, for a drink or a do you fancy idea. going to the bar with me i'm, I'm putting yeah. up my fingers like this like, <laughs> imagining we're in some resort do you fancy coming and getting a drink with me alone have some alone time together and, and yeah. see where you stand yeah, yeah. just hype up the flirting 
think see see what happens see what the response is definitely because i think like i don't know i feel like this thing that they almost slept together two years ago could be the elephant in the room like yeah. oh you know do you remember that time where it nearly happened yes uh-huh. address that yeah. that would be good see where they go with it be like oh it's a shame that never happened or maybe like thank god that didn't happen and then at least you know where you go yeah, yeah exactly yeah. i think it's an easy way of addressing that because yeah, yeah I, i've had many occasions where I, I almost slept with someone and then I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> so it, it's just like, I think actually having that question makes things clear. Yeah, uh, But again, feeling it out, depending on the person's vibe. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. This week's Good. sex story is, my boyfriend and I were both pretty drunk and I think we thought we were less drunk than we actually were. He was going down on me and he started incorporating my vibrator and cool. was fingering me and all of a sudden I could fit I can feel vibrations but I can't figure out where it was coming from. Turns out he'd st- <laughs> Turns out he had gotten the bullet vibrator stuck very far up inside me. Whoa. This then became me lying on my back, legs spread and my boyfriend clawing <laughs> this vibrator out of me and telling me softly to stay calm. Oh, God. <laughs> clawing sounds awful. Oh, no. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Stay calm. I'll stay get it calm. out. <laughs> he was probably panicking, like, but stay oh calm. So, in that situation, Push. it is true. You should stay calm because the more you freak out, the more you tense up and the harder it is to get the out. The muscles are just contracted yeah. inside you. Oh, I want to know if they managed managed to get it out or if she had to go to hospital yeah and- a oh. yeah they didn't say they didn't say you know like I, I come from a very small town and there's always that story of a girl who got like a sausage stuck inside a sausage or like that or you italian never, sausage yeah you never Stop you it. never know if it's <laughs> true it but, or something. Uh, i don't know you never you, you literally never know if it's true but like there's always a story of someone that's been to the hospital yeah, because yeah, yeah, there was that yeah. stuck inside them so i want i hope that she uh, yeah, wasn't the Okay. I mean, if it's a bullet vibrator, they're really easy to come out. Yeah, yeah. like also quite thin. It's yeah. not like pushing out a menstrual cup. It's like no, I don't think you'd be. Maybe if you stood up and jumped. Mm. Maybe if you were slippery, <laughs> it could fall out. Or yeah. I mean, I could definitely push stuff out of my vagina. Yeah, I, it, yeah. Do, it does also depend on your pelvic floor as well and what kind of muscles you got going down yeah. there. Because a lot of people but, don't know how. Yeah, sometimes you can actually get a tampon stuck inside you. Yeah, yeah. bullets are similar shape to a tampon. Mm. So yeah, can you please? do a video tutorial of how to push stuff out of your vagina i think i would really like to know <laughs> i will try i mean all i can think of is like it's a front poo okay <laughs> and you push but through the front you know you know when you're weeing and you hold it and you let go and you hold it i've always been taught to do that wee exercises it's almost a bit like that mm. it's a bit like your, your kegels yeah uh, but it is a definite different move if i was going to push a moon cup out then i would be like it's like you're having a baby. Yeah, I'm trying to do it now. I'm like, <gasps> you see, you'd be an amazing pole dancer. So many moves are about pushing with your <laughs> vagina. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because I mean, like, you know, when they do that really sexy, like, body rolling down the pole and then they go down yeah. on the floor. Yeah. That's like just your vagina that's like pushing. Pulsating. <gasps> well, you should do a pole dancing class and vlog it all. Oh my you god. Should, yeah, we should definitely should. Like, do you every- want to be our teacher? Yeah, I mean, I could. We <laughs> can book. We can book like a studio hire or something. Oh, Oh my god, should we do that? That would be so cool, yeah. It would be amazing. We should definitely do that and vlog it, yeah. 
Well, <laughs> unfortunately, everyone, it is time for us to fuck off. Yes, <laughs> we yeah. have to say fuck off to you and fuck off to us. And thank and you so much for coming on. Thank it's been you. so good. Thank You've you been for our first me. pole dancer on the show. Yay. Yay! So excited. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Amazing. Pop that cherry. How do people find you if they want to look you up? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under Blogger on Pole without the A. It's just blogger on pole and then bloggeronpole.com for my blog and all my weird ramblings and my book on amazon is called bad tender so bad slash tender Ooh. Um, so yeah i mispronounced like i miss said that right when i introduced you at the beginning of the podcast that's fine everybody does because maybe that's <laughs> the name that i should have picked for myself but blogger that's too on late April. <laughs> but that's too late now <laughs> blogger on pole <laughs> it's all right don't well worry. guys i hope you've enjoyed this wonderful podcast also if you want to check out go onto our instagram and where we posted a little picture of us comment your pole dance song we want to know yeah yes do that that's really good idea that's a real good idea that's a real good one read but of course also like rate us five stars favorite it download it subscribe all that shit and thanks for listening all the way to the end And if you have your own sex stories that you want to send us in, DM us on Instagram. DM us if you have a question and we will answer them on our podcast. Oh, yes, lucky things. Bye, everybody. Bye. Root Insurance puts you in control. Root is a new type of car insurance that uses the sensors in your smartphone to look deeper than other insurers. Here's how it works. Download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior, like turning and braking, and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate, meaning good drivers could save hundreds. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details.